Hey everyone, and Merry Christmas. My name is Fernie, and I'm the pastor at Mid City Church. I want to welcome you to this week's episode of the Mid City Church Sermon Cast. It's also our last for the year 2022. We're going to take a break for a couple weeks, and then we'll uh, relaunch back in January, where we will be doing a study on the book of Ruth. I'm so excited for that. I, I hope you have a very Merry Christmas. I hope you uh, have uh, the ability to... to um, have a bunch of new cherished memories, and I just uh, can't wait to see you next year. I hope you enjoy this episode. days ago, I was watching TikTok videos when I came across one that really resonated with me. It was a video of a guy who was uh, getting ready to go to bed. And on the bottom of the screen, it said something along the lines of this was my bedtime routine as a kid. So the video shows this guy walking into his bedroom, closes the bedroom door. He looks around uh, with his hand on the light switch. And as soon as he turned off the lights, he jumped onto his bed and hid under the covers, safe from any monsters that might be hiding in the room. Now, I've got to tell you, I watched and rewatched this video over and over and over again because I couldn't stop laughing. I don't know about you, but that was me when I was a kid. I was so afraid of the dark that I would beg my parents to turn the lights off for me so that I could uh, just get under the covers and uh, get under the covers first and just be safe the whole time. And then when I got older, they refused to do that for me. How rude, right? And I started that um, when, when they refused to do that for me, I started this uh, habit, the same habit as in that video of turning off the lights and then running to my bed. And, and, and it was only like three feet, but it was still a big distance when there's monsters under your bed. And so uh, I consistently did that until one, one time I stubbed my toe really bad and, and I decided I was done with running. So I rearranged my room so that my bed uh, could literally be right next to the light switch. And I slept that way for the longest time. Now, to be completely honest with you, I might still be afraid of the dark, but I wouldn't know since now I have an Alexa-powered lamp. So I can just say, Alexa, turn the light off, and I'm already safe in my bed. So we'll find out someday. Now, let me ask you, were any of you afraid of the dark? Have you? Maybe you still are. Have you ever been afraid of the dark? You know, what's scary about the darkness is that there's two kinds of darkness. There's the literal darkness that most of us are afraid of at one point or another, right? The literal darkness of no lights and potential monsters in the closet or under the bed. The kind of darkness that comes from a complete lack of light, and it takes a while for our eyes to adjust before we can even start making out shapes. You know what I'm talking about, right? Then there's this more of an emotional darkness, the darkness we feel after a breakup or a divorce or when someone we love passes away or when our health just begins to deteriorate or even when we find ourselves in a rut. The kind of darkness that brings tears to our eyes and sometimes even makes our bones hurt. The kind of darkness that at times seems, seems insurmountable and unescapable. Many of you know exactly what I'm talking about. And if we pay close attention, I think even the people that we read about in Scripture, they knew exactly what I'm talking about. 
See, for the majority of their history, the Israelites, which is a group of people that the whole Testament is pretty much about, had experienced this same type of darkness. Through their history, different empires, the Assyrians, the Babylonians, the Greeks, and by the time we get into the New Testament, it's the Romans, they had uh, these different empires that taken over them, and each new regime brought with it its own darkness. Some would come into their land and destroy some of their prized possessions, such as uh, the temple that was destroyed. Uh, others, like the Babylonians, displaced and dispersed the Israelites all throughout the known world, away from their homes, their work, and any comfort that was theirs. Over and over and over again, they found themselves having to learn new rules and new guidelines, learning how to practice their faith without getting in trouble, and most importantly, trying to stay true to who they were in a world that was trying really hard to get them not to be. Times were dark, and then they got darker. See, not only did they see every uh, empire, empire after empire take over and make their lives more and more difficult, Suddenly, for about 400 years, for many, it felt like God was no longer with them. See, for about 400 years, there were no prophets who brought them good news or instructions as to how to better their situation. For about 400 years, God didn't appear to them like he had to Moses. For about 400 years, God did not make them victorious over their enemies like God did with leaders like Joshua and King David. For about 400 years... It was as if the darkness was only getting darker and darker. And it's in the middle of this darkness that the Gospel of John tells us these words. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things came into being through him, and without him not one thing came into being. What has come into being in him was life, and the life was the light of all people. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness did not overcome it. This is from John chapter 1, verses 1 through 5. See, to me, when we read this scripture, uh, uh, these, these are some of the most powerful verses in scripture. Because you see, for about 400 years, the people experienced nothing but darkness. But now the gospel tells us that there is a light that is shining in the darkness, and the darkness is not going to overcome it. There is a light that is shining in the darkness, and the darkness will not overcome it. In other words, when you feel at your lowest, there is a light shining in the darkness, and the darkness will not overcome it. When you feel like life just keeps attacking you and making your life difficult, there is a light shining in the darkness, and the darkness will not overcome it. When you feel like the, you just can't overcome the things that you are dealing with, regardless of what they might be, there is a light shining in the darkness, and the darkness will not overcome it. Whatever your darkness may be, I, I want to acknowledge that darkness because I know it's very real. But the good news of Christmas is that there is a light shining in the darkness. It may look small. It may even look faint. It may even look like it's not there, but there is a light shining in the darkness. Whatever you're going through, there is a light shining in the darkness, and the darkness will not and cannot overcome it. So here's what I want you to do about it. If you look around at your life right now and you think to yourself that you can definitely see the light, maybe you're even holding the light yourself. Don't be afraid to pass that light on. It can make the world of a difference to people. 
Show kindness and mercy and forgiveness to those around you. Extend patience and understanding. Love others deeply, even if you consider them your enemies. Help people hold on to hope. Be a beacon of peace for others. Spread joy. Be a light to the people around you. Now, if the light is not shining so brightly, if you're on the opposite end, if you look around and all you see is darkness, all you see is pain and suffering, I want to ask you to hold on to hope. Because here's one thing that I can assure you without a single ounce of doubt. The light is shining in the darkness and it's spreading. It's growing. It will overcome the darkness completely. And if you just hold on, if you just keep pushing through, the light will shine bright enough for you to uh, see it and experience it no matter how dark your darkness is right now. And when that happens, you too will be able to help make this light brighter for others to see. May it be so. Merry Christmas, everybody. Amen. Thank you for joining us today. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Mid-City Church Sermoncast. If you'd like to dive deeper, visit midcity.church slash sermoncast to find a home sheet that goes along with this message. On the home sheet, you'll find scriptures, questions to wrestle with, and a challenge that goes along with this sermoncast. I want to invite you to support our ministry here at Mid-City Church by giving today. To give, text the word GIVE, G-I-V-E, to the phone number 225-307-0662. Thanks and see you next week.